You're listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Woke this morning to the stinging lash. Every man rise from the ash. Each betrayal begins with trust. Every man returns to dust. I never ever saw the northern lights. I never really heard a cluster flies. It's just stretching, throw, backflip, and getting the kids excited about baseball. What's the hockey equivalent of the backflip? Oh, the celly. Um, yeah, you know, that's a good question. Um, probably the old pumpernickel, you know, the... Uh... The old pumpernickel. Like... <laughs> I think it's riding your stick down the ice like it's a horse. That's, yeah, that, that's, the, most, that's the most, like, in-your-face yeah. celebration I can think of in hockey. Or, like... Uh, Carolina, get a little carried I away. I mean, one day threw a stick in the air and... You know, turned his stick into a rifle, or threw his glove in the air and turned his and stick shot into it down. A oh, oh. yes. So I I just um, think the persona of the hockey player would limit them from doing. It. They just wouldn't do it. But like for the most part, if you were to taunt the other bench, see that's, that's Ryan Reeves blowing hockey. a kiss. Yeah, blowing a kiss. Yeah, that's right up there. Oh, that was a good one. But he can do that. Well, correct. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> but for the most yeah. part, hockey guys are not going to. Like, be are they going to throw at? Harper today. I don't. I don't think they will. Play no, they shouldn't. Because um, or ever. You know, at the end of the day, and baseball changed up. from this from this standpoint too. You guys know this. Like he's got friends and buddies inside that clubhouse. I, I just don't see them doing that this soon. They play each other nineteen times though. This I season. bet they're having fun with it. Like if you're a Nats player, you're. How about Scherzer? I know wins don't matter, but in, you fantasy geeks would care. He's zero and two. Scherzer on the season. Usually wins what eighteen to twenty two games. Right. He's zero and two with a two point one three ERA. Wow. Two point one three. Uh, Andy Strickland alongside talking hockey here. Our Wednesday get together on the midday grind brought to you this hour by Fast Eddie's Bon Air. The tradition continues in Alton, Illinois. It's a great spot if you're just sitting around the office and everybody's kind of bored. And you're like, let's let's get out of here. Let's go to Fast Eddie's. Let's just go. Let's. Well, is is Sally invited? Yeah. Is Billy invited? Yeah, everybody's invited. You can go up there with twenty people. They've got room. Buses roll in on the weekend. It's bachelorette parties, bachelor parties, birthday parties. You don't have to call ahead. They can accommodate. It's that big. And the outdoor area, they're starting to, it was a little confusing with Eddie, but I think the roof is slowly <laughs> being disassembled. they got the roof on the outside, but this time of year, springtime, mm. get outside. They've got a ton of space, great food. You know all about it. If you haven't been in a while, get back to Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. If you've never been, you are truly missing out you go in, you will go in there if you're in a bad first of all if you're in a bad mood you probably shouldn't go there mm-hmm. but if you are you'll walk out in a good mood that's my guarantee that's the midday grind guarantee you're in a bad mood go to fast eddies you, you walk go. out you're in a good mood it's that simple uh on my list for strick here hockey insider talk that i had written down with ruby quenville we went through i think what one thing that i feel like is under discussed maybe is the defensive improvement of the team. Mm-hmm. Do you think is it like the Petros, yeah. Bo Meester, and like all of a sudden when Bennington came along, the defense was better than it had been for Jake, not making excuses. But sometimes when your goaltender's making saves, he makes everybody else look better. And there's no doubt that defensively they play better. I just When I was talking about Barubi a few minutes ago, I said he made some tweaks to the system. I mean, they are better defensively. You know, they're playing better defensive hockey under him, at least since Jordan Bennington took over. But your last line of defense is your goaltender. And when your goaltender's making the saves, especially the saves that he's supposed to make, like rarely do you see him give up a bad goal. So he's making the saves that he's supposed to make, and that tends to 
not only give everybody else confidence, but make everybody else look better. But but you know, Jay Bomeister's been the most improved player on this roster from day one to now, along with a guy like Oscar Sunquist. But you got to go back to last season for Sunquist. But in terms of Bomeister, how he's turned his career around and now put himself in position to extend his career. I, I mean, he was em- embarrassingly bad at times oh my God. early he, in the, the year. The pucks were going off him and going in. Then he scored right. like five or six goals yeah. in the first month of the year. In addition to being in bad, the he, Blues had, net. he had bad luck. Yeah. And his deal's up, right? His deal is So up. is yeah. there any and, – and he was kind of a no, whipping boy. No, they've, been, they've okay. been talking. So there's a little uh, – so they've been talking over the course of the last few weeks. And, you know, will he get a one-year extension, two-year – he wants to stay here. And I know Doug Armstrong, the GM, has a ton of respect for for Jay Bomeister just in terms of what he's done over the course of his career. I, I would think that they will come to an agreement. And as long as he stays healthy, Jay Bomeister will be the same player he is two years from now that he is today. What are the holes? If this team, if you're doing a playoff breakdown, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who the opponent is, if you said, give me a full scouting report on the yeah. Blues, where are they vulnerable? What what part of their game still? Because even the power play yeah. numbers have gone up. Oh, yeah. No, Defensively, it, they've improved. Um, the one area that you got to be concerned about, which they've improved on recently, has been their secondary scoring. They weren't getting a lot of secondary scoring throughout the course of the season. Recently, Schwartz has been scoring some goals. Maroon was scoring some goals. Bozak was scoring some goals. You know, they've been getting – you know, it was just the Tarasenko-O'Reilly show or whoever was playing with O'Reilly for a long time, you know, and their secondary scoring was coming from their back end. They were getting a lot of scoring from their defensemen, which I think as a group they lead the National Hockey League in goals scored by their defensemen. So, um, you know, I think that's probably uh, something that, you know, uh, you're going to need in the worst way come playoff time. Typically in the playoffs, and I'm not going to suggest this is going to happen, but the top lines often cancel each other out because there is so much emphasis and focus on shutting down the other team's best players. That's where you need your second and third line, even from your fourth line players, to step up and contribute offensively. And that's why you see traditionally in the Stanley Cup playoffs, third and fourth line guys and guys you don't expect become unsung heroes and have great playoff series. The Red Wings would always do that. It would be Martin Lapointe. Mm-hmm. It would be Chris Draper. And you'd be going crazy. Yeah. Like, how are these guys? Maltby. Maltby. Yes. Who's a great guy, by the way. <laughs> Unbelievable. Twister nearly yeah. beat me up, which I know doesn't narrow it down <laughs> for me or for a lot of people. I actually filled in on the Tony Twist show, and they're going to a break. This is in 98. You filled in for Malcolm? Pete Peterson did the Tony Twist show. Oh. But he was gone one Saturday, Sunday, oh, whatever. Oh, television we show. Television show. And as we go to the break, I say, hey, it's time for the goal of the week, brought to you by Fast Eddie's or whoever, you know, <laughs> Offenberg Hyundai. And they go, and it's the announcer says, check out the moves here in Detroit. It's Kirk Maltby doing, you know, whatever, whatever. And they go through this whole thing, and then it goes into the commercial. Twister didn't like that. Twister turns to me with his giant fist. Huge fist. And points and says, don't you ever show Kirk freaking Maltby on my show again. I love it. And the producers in the booth, of course, like, oh, sorry about that. And I'm like, I I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But apparently Maltby was a it was a hated player. Oh, of for course. Sure. For sure. I miss those Detroit Blues. And that's Blues. why this year in the playoffs, I mean, how many years did the Blues go into the playoffs with good teams, but you knew they weren't better than the top team in the conference or in the division or whatever? And it was Detroit for so many years. Colorado, who knocked the Blues out in the conference final when they had Patrick Waugh and Joe Sackett and company. Even though Keith Kachuk tells me to this day, and Pronger and McKinnis, all these guys, they say they thought they were the better team. The difference was they Goalie. didn't have a goaltender, right? I was mean, that still Turek at that point? Uh, no, it was Brent Johnson then, I think. Uh-huh. Um, it was Turek in 99-2000 when they had won the President's Trophy and they lost in seven games. 
right, to the San Jose Sharks. Mm-hmm. But Brent Johnson may have played just the last game of that series. I'm trying to think Because he was won a series in Chicago yeah. in 2002. He got yeah. you a series, swept him, I believe. It may have been uh, – I don't know why I'm not remembering <clears> that. <throat> but regardless, um, you know, that's – you know, they've gone up against teams that were just better, you know. So this year, I don't see that team – in the entire conference, really, I mean, the team who has the most points in the conference are the Calgary Flames, and the Calgary Flames are not going to scare the St. Louis Blues. And if you go back to January 1st or sometime in January, early January, the the only team that has more points than the Blues right now, I think, are the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, I mean, that's half the season. So, And they scare you, but they're on the other conference, right? It, you'd, be, you'd be happy to face the Tampa Bay Lightning. And you beat them twice. You got their you number. You beat them twice. Got their number. You beat them twice, but, I mean, Winnipeg, uh, hasn't been as strong over the course of the last few months. Nashville, to me, is not as good of a team as they were a couple years ago when they went to the Stanley Cup final, or as good as they were last year when they lost to Winnipeg in the second round. Um, you know, Vegas, I thought they were a better team than they were last year. On paper, they certainly are by bringing on Mark Stone and Paul Stastny and Max Pacioretty. But when we saw them live here in St. Louis and then the last couple of games they played since then, uh, they've slipped a little bit. San Jose's got a great team on paper. They lost seven straight at one point uh, recently. So th- this is true. I know it's cliche, but this is truly up for grabs. There will not be an opponent the Blues face in the playoffs where you can't say they can win this series. If you want to gamble on hockey, go to mybookie.ag. That's your source for the entire March Madness run. you still got a couple of games left. National semifinals this weekend. National championship next Monday. And maybe you could even find, I don't know, maybe you can find Stanley Cup odds going into that. It would be interesting mm. to see on Sunday. Oh, you can find those. Like on Sunday, when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. who the favorites are and where of the 16 teams, where the Blues fall. Wouldn't that be mm-hmm. fascinating oh, to be see? Oh, they'll be top five, you think? Top five. Three or four? Sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My bookie they are top six to win the Cup. Wow. Right now, they would be. Who's ahead of them? Are you, uh, all the other five teams just yeah. in the West. Tampa uh, Tampa's Bay, the Boston. favorite. San Jose. Uh, Tampa's plus 230. San Jose is plus nine hundred. Mm-hmm. Boston plus nine fifty. Same as Calgary. Yeah. Washington plus a thousand, and then you get Blues plus fourteen hundred. Washington's damn good too, man. They handled them They're really good, or at least one of the two games. Uh, they got lost smacked in, one they time. They lost in Boston, one here in a shootout, which well, was the most impressive victory for Borden, Jordan Bennington, in my opinion, to date, along with maybe one of the two. Tampa Bay games, but the only reason I say that is because he had lost his previous game against Dallas. I think that was his first loss on the road, didn't play well, and you didn't know what to expect from Jordan Bennington because obviously this is the first time he's gone through it, but to see him respond and rebound the way that he did was really impressive. And if you go to mybookie.ag, fast payouts, that's one of the highlights of going there for all your gambling needs. Time now for the end of the day. At the end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. Um, I will say this. We were talking, Brent Johnson, and uh, you were talking 2001 West Con- Western Conference Finals. Brent Johnson started, uh, only appeared in two of those games, took a loss in one of them. Roman Turek mm, started the other ones, went 1-3-0. and oh, He did not play well. He had a save percentage of 870. Two. And that's why they went to Brent, I think, in the deciding in the game. Yes. I think he came in, and then he started the final game. Because Turk put him in a bad spot, and Q had no choice, but I guess we'll try Johnson. Right. Brent Johnson would save 34 of 36 shots in that wow. uh, fifth and deciding game that went to overtime. Blues lost 2-1. to one. Add that to the career misery. 
This current roster, by the way, is not responsible for the past failures. I've heard that. Except for their own. I've heard that before. Wow. That's the famous Army line. <laughs> He's had some good ones. The Blues took the, uh, the one off the website where he said you got to take the knife and shove it through their skull. We, wow. Gardner and I, that is our, uh, that's our white whale. We've been looking for that for a while, trying to find Because it's clip. been eliminated yes. from the archives? Yes, so because didn't have that we probably stored. wouldn't care if they hadn't deleted it or erased that now portion. But now we want mm-hmm. it because they don't want us to hear it. Uh, only one player, from my research from the Blues, has won the Calder Trophy, that being Barrett Jackman. Yeah. Now, I was wondering how many players, if we're going to, Dream big here in the month of April and beyond. How many have won the Calder and the Stanley Cup in the same season? Mm. Now, Stricken, you named the last one to do it. To win the Calder and the Stanley and Cup, the Stanley the Cup in the same season. year. Can you say the year? Um, when they year? give it away? You... It'll give it away if I say the year, I feel Really? Like. Because it wasn't it wasn't Panarin, was it? No. Drew Doughty? Uh, um, golly. Is it in the last 10 years? Um, no. 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 We got, last we're going to have to go Mario back. Lemieux. Last 20. Uh, 20. I mean, this is going to take a few minutes. <laughs> well, we got a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie always says you can have a 10-minute window that's bad. Here we go. I want to come back to that. <laughs> yeah, why don't we come back to that? Okay. One um, the Calder. I'll just give it to you. It was, I'll give you the year. 2000. Oh, in 2000. Did Lanch win the cup? Hold on. Red Wings win? Devils did. Scott Gomez. Scott uh, Gomez. Uh, it would have taken Scott, a while to eight get players have, Former Blue. Former Blue. Eight players have done it. However, six of them predate 1960. The only other one saying recent NHL memory would be uh, Kent Douglas of the Leafs in 1963. So it's not very often. So, Which, to be fair, usually they come on bad, on bad teams because they're high draft picks. Uh, someone texted in jokingly asking how the Baltimore Orioles are doing because mm. they were really bad last year. Martin, Strick, Rock, they're four know. and one. They are wow. three games above five hundred for the first time since entering play on September seventh, two thousand seventeen. Love it. They lost by a lot to the Yankees that day. Since the start of play on that day, the Orioles are fifty five and one. Does Mussina still pitch for the Orioles? He does not. He's, he was great. he's one of those Hall um, of Famer. Yeah. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, remember the debate was whether he's Baltimore or New York. Okay. I used to use, uh, you know, I think it was Sega probably back in the day, PlayStation <laughs> 2. When I was in college, he was lights out, whatever the MLB game was. Do the Orioles have a manager? They, they do have okay. a manager. Um, they waited like two months to hire a manager. They didn't have a manager entering the winter meetings. Is it a Ripken? <laughs> Peter Angel, get, get me a Ripken. He's like the crazy Steinbrenner on Seinfeld. <laughs> no, they had an unbelievable like outfielder a few years ago. They still have that guy? Uh, Adam, Jones Adam Jones is now an Arizona Diamondback. Ah. He had a tough market. Something happened with the Diamondbacks. They traded Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> Goldie. <laughs> He hit three so, home runs, didn't he? Yes, he he did. did. I heard that. Hold on. Uh, something happened. No, with I heard that. The dime oh, they no. traded oh, their no. franchise oh, player to St. Louis. Here's what happened. Because I, I know I was, I was watching the video today. Machado, my guy from San Diego, he hit a pop-up in foul territory, and he placed the bat. Didn't really place it. He threw it down close to the catcher. <laughs> and the Arizona broadcaster was saying how bush league it was. Because it distracted the catcher who ended up dropping the ball. All of that is Machado's reputation. Machado. If there were any other player on the Padres, though, it wouldn't be a big deal. Because what Machado did last October for what he's done in the past by maybe throwing bats, that's why he jumped He's my guy, though. He's a great player. He'll be here Friday. Home opener. How much did he get? 300? 
I want him to break he every got over under. Three. Over three hundred, yeah. Because Harper topped him at three thirty. Yeah. Okay, and then what's his name got over four hundred? You know who might have been telling the truth is Dan Lozano. Remember the numbers were like one sixty, one seventy, and he said these are irresponsible numbers unless the White Sox tried to lowball, and he, he didn't might want have it out there. Done that. Reinsdorf mm-hmm. has a has a nasty habit. I think of um, our guy Goldie, who uh, Candley is a very good friend of mine. Um, <laughs> He uh, he's we my gonna, guy. By the we way, we had audio that. I, I, I would, let, didn't I would let little Ty wear a Goldschmidt shirt. Um, I feel like he's underpaid for his new contract. I agree. We'll I see mean, in that's a couple like a, years. That's like a steal nowadays. How old is he? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. No, it's still for what he'll produce. Strict's walking it back. How about this? Eh. You know, I'm watching uh, baseball highlights. Uh, Loving it, every second of it. And Sounds like it. Fernando Tatis Jr., I yes. mean, this is like a real thing, right? He'll be here. So Fernando Tatis, who made $17 million over the course of his career, I looked it up. Um, one year he hit 34 home runs here, and like his career high, the rest of, the se- the rest of his career was like 17, He, he 18, had a, uh, an issue of staying in shape, <laughs> How didn't did he? he do Fernando that? Tatis. He was not a big guy either. It also it helps being in a lineup that includes McGuire. That does he may have had some help. I don't know. Maybe. What was going That's on? I, think that I don't was, want to accuse. No. That well, might have been. Of that. No. You Google it. Uh, his son, though, is going to he's be. He's legit. He's a very, very, very good baseball player. He's like player. 20 years old. Yes. He is an excellent ball player. I mean, I think, honestly, baseball may be the most impressive sport to play, to play in as like a teenager or someone who just turned 20, like compared to the other sports. We've been seeing it for years in hockey, although it's very impressive. Same with basketball. Even football players, we don't see too many at 20, but we've seen it in the past. But for a baseball player to be able to come in there at 19 or 20 and be able to play well, that's pretty good. What about Brady and Matthew, huh? No (laughs) hockey. Yeah. Hey, no, that's up there. Brady's got like 21 goals. I think he just broke the franchise record for goals by a teenager for Ottawa. Yeah. Strick, what are the odds the Blues win the division? Put a number to it. Wow. Now, do you have an actual? Uh, I can real quick. I don't know actually. how to do odds. I don't really know what they well, just mean. Like, if I say so give I me a percentage. percentage, okay, yeah, do percentage. That's so fine. Yeah. I'm going to say percentage would be 38. percent See, I was going to say like 25. Uh, HockeyReference.com has it at 22. percent Now, can I say this? Yes. Winnipeg. Obviously, each team has two games left. They've got the toughest of the schedule. The Blues have three left. Obviously, tonight they play Chicago. But Winnipeg has to go to Colorado. And two Arizona. Um, Nashville has two home games left where they play at home against Vancouver and Chicago. And then the Blues after tonight will have Philadelphia and Vancouver. So, I mean, I think, you know, Winnipeg's got to go on the road. This could this could get interesting. They lose, you and win. they have the tiebreaker over everybody. And the Blues have the tiebreaker over Nashville. Correct. And Winnipeg has the tiebreaker over Nashville, too. Is it head-to-head? Is that the first uh, type? Uh, or is it, they call it row, the row. Regu- combination okay. of regular right. uh, regulation and overtime wins. That's why even winning in a shootout was good the other night because it got you the points against Colorado. You would have liked to have that extra ROW. But against Nashville, head-to-head, the Blues have the ROW as it sits right now, but they also have the head-to-head advantage as well in the tiebreaker. Okay, that's the end of the day. Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking of teenagers uh, debuting, this is the anniversary of a King Griffey Jr.'s debut with the Seattle Mariners. 1989? You know, uh, he The year was 1989, yes. 89? He was 19 years old. Ooh, you know what also happened? 1989. Th- I was born. I was born. You were born. Griff made his debut, and Offenberg Hyundai began selling Hyundai. That's how you tie it together.
All of it in 1989. They're the original Hyundai dealer in this area. You can find them in O'Fallon, Illinois. You can find them on the web, OffenbergHyundai.com. It's a short ride to a great deal. It's about 10 minutes from downtown St. Louis. Highway 64, it's the Greenmount Road exits. Again, easy to get to, and they make sure you have great experiences before, during, and after. No, I'm serious. Before, during, and after. They used to track this. They do a lot of research and say, how was your experience before? What about during? What about after? That's why customer service is so important to them. You're going to get a great car, but you're also going to have a great experience. Offenberg Hyundai. Dot com. And then there's Milty. There is Milty right down the street. Milty, I believe, brought us donuts earlier today. Someone did. I think it was Mark Milton. And if you are sideways with the Internal Revenue Service, do you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night? If you're facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments, you need to contact former Department of Justice Tax Division Attorney Mark Milton at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton provides a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the TV and radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. It should not be based solely on advertisements. And if I'm not mistaken, special baseball coverage is on deck? Is on that- deck, yes. It'll be countdown to the home opener from 1 to 3 today and again 5 to 7 in the morning tomorrow interviews mm. john mosaic dexter fowler who are you Mike who are you Schilt. doing the show with uh, bob well, this is recorded mm. this section so but two 590 hour... baseball with myself bob ramsey and jimmy Ewer will be ah. friday from one to two okay. leading you up perfectly to Ooh. the opening day ceremonies I mean, of stadium. I mean, we might as well call it what it is the home opener, i mean the home opener pregame show on five it's almost like dewitt's doing a favor <laughs> I mean. but you know and if you didn't hear the cards, did move the game to Friday. Home opener, three fifteen against the Padres at Bush. So Thursday is now officially a rainout, although it could be beautiful weather. As for, the predictions were, there's going to be terrible. So the game is now on Friday. Strick, great to see you. Hey, Thanks great for to bringing see the you heat. Guys. We'll have the uh, slop on Friday. Looking forward to that. In fact, someone came up to me last night. It's Hani. They work at Centene right next door. She said, I never miss the slop. My favorite wow. show on 590 The Fan. She said, when she has meetings set up, she moves them so she can uh, listen to the show. Can't do that. Ten thirty meeting Friday. Okay. That's slop time. What? Okay. I hope she actually says to them, "I need to listen to the slop." <laughs> Strick, great to see you. The baseball countdown show is next. Also offering huge savings on over one hundred quick move market homes. If you need a home in a hurry.